We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigard. It's a pleasure to have you along. It's week eight of the high school football season. We've talked a lot of JMU and some Bridgewater football, but the high school kicks off tonight with week eight. A lot of really good games. It's all district games around the area coming up tonight. Let's talk to Cody Elliott, the sports editor and one of the preps reporters for the Daily News Record. Hi, Cody. How are you, sir? Doing well. Yeah, it's hard to believe week eight. Oh, it, it seems kind of crazy hearing you say that and, and thinking about it this week. I mean, we're just about a month away now from the playoffs getting started, which is kind of crazy to think about. It's the stretch run right now, isn't it? It is, yeah. we You know, this is the time where, um, you know, like we've talked about before, kind of the, all the fun games happen with, you know, the rivalry games and the, and the district matchups. Um, you know, we've got some games tonight that, that will, you know, go a long way in determining playoff fate. So, um, yeah, a lot to look forward to, you know, not only tonight, but the next couple of weeks. Let's start with the Valley District, and again, all district games tonight around the area. Turner Ashby at East Rockingham is our game of the week on WSVA. Last year, East Rock embarrassed TA in Bridgewater. Now TA goes to, to Elkton to take on East Rockingham. East Rock sits at 4-3 and three right now, 1-2 and two in Valley League play. TA undefeated right now. Can East Rock do the same thing that they did a year ago? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I was working on my, my previews this week and I kind of forgot about that game <laughs> last year, and that was that was such an outlier it in, was. in the season for TA. I mean, they had such a great season last year, and then um, I, I remember when that game happened, it was kind of an eye-opener, and, and uh, you know, it was really unexpected with the way East Rock was playing at the time and the way TA had been playing. So, um, But to answer your question, I, I'm not so sure that it, it, can, it can pull off a similar uh, you know, feat this year. Um now, can East Rock keep it close and, and maybe, you know, have a chance blowing out the offense? Certainly, I think, you know, East Rock has, you know, some talented skill players on offense. They have, you know, the type of team that can, if they get in a shootout, um, you know, they have the ability to score a lot of points and, and to, do, to do that in a hurry. Um, but with that being said, I mean, this TA team, I think, you know, compared to last year, it's night and day, just, you know, how much better they are. Um, and I think the most impressive part is just, you know, the fact that they haven't had those letdowns. Um, I talked to them last week after their win. I mean, they just, every week, it seems like they come out, even if they have a slow start in the first quarter or so, you know, they, they seem to shake it and, and they eventually get rolling. Um, you know, there haven't been, you know, any close games yet on their schedule. And, um, you know, that, that trend looks to continue. I mean, they just, they, they, they are very business-like in the way they operate and, I think that's what's going to make it tough for not only East Rock, but any team that faces them throughout the rest of the regular season. I mean, they've scored 50 in every game but one, and, and they shut out Wilson Memorial back in week number two. It's it's amazing what they're doing right now with Bo Baylor running, uh, Micah Matthews catching the football, Micah Shank throwing and running. I mean, it, this offense is humming right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, and you mentioned the 26 nothing game, and that was a game where um, you know they were inside Wilson territory three or four times in that yeah. game and came with nothing just because of going forward or fourth down and things like that. So that was a game where they – you know, easily probably could have put up forty or fifty points that night as well. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're fun to watch, and they're they, you know it's it, it's just very um, you know fast paced, very um, you know dynamic, uh, very versatile. As you mentioned, Micah Matthews, Bo Baylor, um, even guys like Calvin Young and Gage Kelly. They've just got so many skill guys they can get the ball to. Um, and as I've mentioned before, their offensive line is just dominant. Yeah. Um, and then I think, you know, even quietly on the other side, the defense is just taking care of business. Even last week, you know, they, they give up 14 points. Um, and I don't think any of those 14 points can fall on the defense. One was an interception return for a touchdown, and then the other one um, was after a muff punt. They gave Broadway a, a really short field. So um, just all around, I mean, it, it's been one of the more dominant seasons I've seen from an area football team um, in, in quite some time, just in terms of how they've managed to take care of business. Like I said, haven't had any slip-ups yet, and, um, you know, up, up, up until this point, you know, they haven't given us any reason to think they will. 
What do you make of East Rock right now? I was surprised they got shut out 37 nothing by Spotswood last week. Again, they had the loss to Harrisonburg. What do you make of the, of the Eagles right now? Yeah, they're hard to figure out. And I, I know they've they dealt with some injuries and some stuff, you know, you know, away from the field that have, that have kind of prevented them from, um, you know, maybe being at full strength. But, uh, you know, they're a team that, like, you know, two weeks ago against Rockbridge County, they put up 47 points. That's super impressive. Um, and then, you know, they come out last week to get shut out against Spotswood. They had the 12-9 the, the to 9 loss to Harrisonburg. So you really kind of from week to week don't really know what to expect from this team. Um, and unfortunately, I guess a team like TA, that's not the type of, you know, performance you want to have. Obviously, for, for East Rock, if you're going to have any chance, you've got to have one of your special nights where, you know, maybe Jakari Eves, their quarterback, throws for 200 yards, 300 yards. Um, the running backs have to get going. You're going to want to score a lot of points because that's the only way you're probably going to be able to beat this TA team. And we're talking with Cody Elliott from the, the DNR, talking some high school football here in week number eight. Also in Valley District, it is Harrisonburg playing host to Spotswood tonight. Spotswood won, has won six in a row. They're rolling right now. But Harrisonburg has won three in a row after they broke their streak. I know that the competition hasn't been great, but they've still found ways to win. Can the Blue Streaks continue this this streak that they're on right now? Obviously, Spotswood as well is as well, and they're playing well. But what do you make of tonight's matchup? Well, I think it's all just going to depend on, you know, offensively how much spots they can get going. There's been times this year where their defense, you know, their defense has been pretty consistent and pretty reliable throughout the entire year. Um, their offense at times has, has struggled to put up points. Um, last week we obviously saw them break through and, and really put up a solid all-around game, um, just a dominant effort against East Rock. So, you know, if, if they play that type of game again, it's going to be tough for Harrisonburg. Uh, but if, if their offense can struggle and Harrisonburg can, you know, take advantage of some miscues or find some ways to get some points on the board themselves, you know, it's certainly a game that, that has some intrigue. I mean, Harrisburg, you've got to give them credit, like you said. Um, regardless of who they play, they've managed to get three wins in a row. And, um, you know, coming off a 14-game losing streak and all the talk around, around them, and especially, you know, 143 to nothing through the first three games, I mean, it was just, right. it was really looking bad for them. And for them to bounce back from that, um, not only just get one win, but then to build off that and get two more after that, um, they deserve a lot of credit. And um, this is a little bit of a rivalry game, too. I mean, years ago, these were – you know, the two two top teams in the Valley District for for several years there, and this was a game that often was circled as kind of the game that decided the league. And obviously now TA's kind of got back into the conversation, but um, there's still a lot of you know history between these two teams, and um, it, it should definitely be a fun one. And obviously, I think you know for Harrisonburg, they want to keep the momentum going. So um, you know, even with three wins, you know, like like I said, you know, I don't know if they still feel quite like they're getting the respect they feel like they deserve. So. They're a motivated group that, you know, if, if they can go out and get a win in response with, that certainly is going to open some eyes and, and you know, make, make folks look at them in a different light. Big one for Broadway tonight. They're at home against William Monroe. William Monroe 2-4, two 0-2 oh in league play. Broadway 3-4. and four. They've dropped their last two to Spotswood and TA, but they're back at home. This is a big one for them, isn't it? It is. Uh, I mean, their playoff hopes are dwindling and, and getting lower and lower, um, and they're still going to need some help even if they're, they're able to win out, but um, you know, it, it starts with getting a win. And, you know, it, from, from here out, um, I would say Broadway's pretty much in playoff mode if they were going to try to get into the, into the playoff picture because, um, I mean, you've got you've got William Monroe and you've got East Rock and Harrisonburg. So um, three teams who are, you know, around the same type of record, same type of season as Broadway. Um, as Danny Grog said, after last week's loss to PA, it felt like it was three winnable games in front of them. So I think it starts tonight and, you know, they're going to need a win there. It's, it's definitely a winnable game. We've been struggled this year. So if Broadway has any hope, um, you know, it starts with a victory. And, and I, I think, you know, coming off last week's game against TA, it's, it's going to tell us a lot about this team and, and kind of, you know, what to expect from them because they're a young team and, and they really got punched in the mouth last week. And, um, you know, how they can respond this week will tell us a lot about, 
you know, not only what the, what's, what's in store for these last couple of weeks of the regular season, but also, you know, what to expect from this team in the future and, and kind of just how they handle adversity. So uh, definitely, uh, I would say, almost a must-win for Broadway. Talking high school football tonight. It's week eight of the high school football season. Talking with Cody Elliott right now from the Daily News Record. And uh, Rockbridge County, they've got a bye. They're winless so far in Valley District play. But again, they've got a bye coming up tonight. In the Shenandoah District, by far the best game is Wilson Memorial playing at Fort Defiance. Fort's won four in a row after the 0-3 start. They're playing very good football right now. Good win over Stewart Strap. Um, they've beaten Waynesboro, Madison County, Broadway as well. But Fort's playing well. Wilson Memorial also 4-3. and also two and one, right behind Riverheads. You've got you've got Wilson, you've got Fort, you've got Stewart Straft at two and one. All teams right there, kind of vying for that second spot behind Riverheads right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, especially you know when you look at the playoff picture, um, obviously in two different regions. But you know, Wilson's at number nine in Region Three C, and, and and Fort's currently at number six in Region Two B. I mean, Fort looks like they're in good shape to, to get into the postseason. But obviously, the more you win, the more you can move up. And for Wilson, you know, not must win, but it's it's pretty close as well. Devin Eastrock currently sitting at number nine. Um, a loss puts you in really, really, you know, a really tough spot trying to get in. Um, where a win, you know, suddenly, you, you know, you have a chance to sneak back into that postseason. So for both of these teams, both sitting at four and three, I mean, this is a game where, you know, I think both teams are circling this as a big one to try to, you know, earn some points and move up in those playoff ratings. And, um for Wilson, much like Broadway, if they want to have a chance, I think this is a game that they feel like they have to win. They, they Brian Burr, their head coach, even mentioned last week that he felt like they were already in playoff mode. So, um, like I said, Fort, I mean, the way that they're playing and, and you know, where they kind of sit and who's behind them in their region, they've already pretty much, you know, put themselves in a position to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, moving up in those ratings is always a good thing. And, and as you said, behind Riverheads, that Shenandoah district, I mean, it's been wide open. You know, Storch Draft, obviously, is a quality team, four and three. We saw them in Fort played a close game. Um, they've still got Wilson on their schedule left. So, you know, Fort Wilson draft kind of sitting in that number two spot. And even a team like Stanton, who's got five losses by, by one possession, I mean, um, there's just a lot of quality teams that are around the same level this year in that league, and it makes for a lot of fun games. How about Fort? What's been their key to, to getting these four consecutive wins and, and getting all this momentum on their side right now? Well, I think coming into the year, this is kind of the team everyone thought they would be. Um, you know, the past couple of years, they've, they've had, you know, the young, they've been very young and, and the inexperience has kind of been the storyline. And it's it's always been, well, they'll be good next year. They'll be good next year. And so coming into this year, you know, their head coach, Dan Roth, talked about he thought that this team was, was no longer young. Um, even though they still have a lot of juniors, a lot of underclassmen, they're, they're you know, underclassmen with three years' experience because they've been playing since they were freshmen. And so he felt like, you know, they were ready to take that jump this year and not just you know, show potential, but but actually, you know, put it on the field and and kind of see the results. So I think coming out, you know, they had their three hardest games of the season to start the year. Obviously, TA Riverheads and um, Allegheny, who's who's currently number four in Region Three C. So you know, three really good teams. Um, they they played Riverheads close. It was, it was it was a tight game down in Greenville, but they started off over three, and I think everybody you know immediately kind of wrote them off and said, you know, well this, this team is just not going to live up to expectations again. Here we go and. Um, all of a sudden, you know, they've got things turned around. They they got a win at Broadway, and um, from there, I think you know the confidence just started going. And that's a team that that plays with a lot of confidence and kind of thrives off that. And now that they've gotten it going, you know, I think it's going to be hard to slow them down. They just they've got some really dynamic playmakers at the skill positions. Their defense is playing, you know, much better than it has in previous seasons. Um, so they've got a good good team there. And you know, if they're able to win out and uh, you know get into that region to be pictured, they're a team that. You know, there's a lot of talk around Central and Clark and Riverheads in that region, but Ford's a team that, you know, has certainly shown they could make it interesting. 
We're talking to Cody Elliott from the Daily News Record, talking high school football. It's week eight of the high school football season. Also in the Shenandoah District, Riverheads goes to Buffalo Gap. Stewart's draft at Waynesboro. Obviously a challenge for Gap and Waynesboro tonight at home. Stanton has the week off. They've got a bye. The Bull Run District, all district games tonight. Obviously, Central got the win over Clark County last week, 20-7. to and boy, They're not a high-flying show this year, but boy, they are keeping teams at bay. Only 14 points or less in, in every game so far this year. Their defense has been outstanding. Yeah, their defense is definitely the staple of that team this year. I mean, like you said, they're not, you know, in previous years they've been able to kind of throw it around and, and run it as well. They've had this, you know, high-flying dynamic offense. That's certainly not the case this year. In fact, you know, they're a lot more focused on the ground this year. They don't really throw it very much at all. Um, but their defense, I mean, it has taken care of business, I think. You know, sometimes it results in some ugly wins. Um, you know, just a couple weeks ago they had a, a kind of an ugly win. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people thought, well, maybe this central team isn't quite as good as previous seasons. And that still remains to be seen. Um, but last week, I think, you know, they showed that their defense is good enough that they're going to be able to play with anybody. And um, that was a big win for them over Clark County. And obviously established themselves as the top team in the bull run. Um, you know, and kind of and earning them some respect, um, you know, going into the second half of the regular season. This could be a challenge for Central tonight, though. They're they're at Madison County. Madison County's 4-2. and two. They scored 63 on Lou Race, 59 on Westmoreland. Again, the losses came to Fort and to Buckingham. They beat Stanton earlier in the year. They put up a lot of numbers on William Monroe. Could this be a challenge for Central on the road tonight? Yeah, it certainly could. Madison is a team that can score, like you said, can score a lot of points. I mean, they've they've shown that this year. They and you know this will probably be one of the more dynamic offenses that Central has faced um, this season. You know, in in that league and and can, even in their non district schedule, a lot of the teams they face are more you know run heavy, um, kind of slow down the pace. You know, rely on their defense as well, and that's why you see a lot of those low scoring games. But with Madison, Madison has no problem airing it out. They've got a dynamic running game. Um, you know, they have some really good guys at the skill positions as well. So, um, yeah, Madison has the ability. I mean, they're four and two for a reason, and they have the ability to score a lot of points. Um, and, I, you know, I think, if anything, uh, the, the one area that Central might be able to take advantage of is Madison's defense has struggled this year. And mm-hmm. so, um, this might be the type of game where Central's um, offense can finally break through and kind of, you know, show a little bit more of its potential after. You know, I, I wouldn't say they've struggled, but they certainly haven't been up to the potential that we usually see out of that Central offensive unit. Also in the bull run, Lou Ray is at Strasburg. Lou Ray uh, struggling right now, one and five. Strasburg's playing well. Page County's one and five. They play at Clark County. We'll try and bounce back from that loss to Central last week. They're five and one. So challenges for those teams. But you know, Strasburg's team. We, we we talk so much about Central and Clark County in the bull run, but Strasburg sitting there at four and one. That the only loss came to Broadway early in the season. Um, they're they're one and zero so far in league play. Do you think this is a team that that can compete for that bull run championship? Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, they, you know, like you said, they've they've kind of flown under the radar. They lost, <laughs> lost to Broadway there in week two, and um, I think you know myself included. I kind of thought, well, maybe this Strasburg team took a step back this year, and I still don't think they're quite as good as previous years. I mean, they lost a lot of talent off that team from a year ago, but um, you know, they've they've taken care of business. They've they've won three straight games, and I think you know another reason why people kind of forget about them is they've had kind of a unique schedule. Yeah. They've only played five games. Right. They've had. You know, an extra buy in there. I mean, it's been kind of a weird start to the season for them. So, um, to be sitting at four and one, they're on a three-game winning streak. Um, they still got Central and Clark in front of them on their schedule. Um, so, yeah, you can't rule them out. And one thing that we've learned over the years is that they're one of the more consistent programs in that league and in that region. Um, and year after year, they find a way. And uh, you know, going into the second half of the regular season, it certainly looks like you know they're shaping up for another run as well this season. You're talking to Cody Elliott from the DNR, and volleyball continues to roll again. It's week eight of the high school football season. We're not too far from the postseason for volleyball either. 
No, we're not. We're just about um, a week out from, yeah. you know, Bull Run District will start their district tournament that they have, but then um, about two weeks away from, from Region 3C and, and 2B and all that heating up. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting because, you know, in that, in that Valley District uh, right now, Rockbridge County has been the dominant team at the top. I mean, they've, they've just been rolling through people. Um, but after that, there's a lot more parity this year than, than normal seasons. Um, where, you know, we've seen TA take down Spotswood, which was a big upset. We even saw Broadway last week, um, which hadn't won a league game. Um, they upset Spotswood. And then, you know, TA and East Rock last night go five sets. So there's just, you know, three or four teams there that I think are going to, you know, really kind of battle it out. And I think, you know, when you look at that Reason 3C picture now, um, with Fort Defiance moving down, um, it, it's going to be, you know, wide open behind Rockbridge County. It's going to be interesting to see who can get that second spot and second berth. Um, and, and, you know, try to get into a state tournament. So uh, a, a lot of fun games and fun matches ahead in the upcoming weeks, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. Great stuff from Cody Elliott. As always, go to dnronline.com slash sports. Thank you so much, Cody. I appreciate you. Yep, thanks, Dave.